It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Good evening, and welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and Your Golden Years. This evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time, and that's 6 p.m. Eastern Time right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And today is Sunday, August the 7th, 2022, and I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell, and we are back live from sweltering Austin, Texas, with another great program in store for you. And Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here with us as usual to make the show run smoothly. And in a little while after the break, we'll be joined by co-authors Chad Hanstead and Kathy Sparrow to discuss their new children's book, the first series available first of a series available in English and in Spanish, Stanky and Cece Break the Rules. And then later in the program, jazz saxophonist Paula Atherton will join us again from New York with more of her original music. And along the way, I will talk a little bit more about life lessons for living a more passionate life. And after this evening's program, you can hear the show by going to my website, and the link to the podcast will be posted later tonight, along with all the website links and information, important information given by my guests on the program. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to blogtalkradio.com slash yourgoldenyears. And you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts in five minutes after the show. And for information from previous programs and to listen to previous programs for the last eight and a half years, you can go to my website, drmaricarpel.com. You can also hear all of that on Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash your golden years. And all of those podcasts are also available on Apple Podcasts. And for upcoming shows, and events, follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AMightyGoodTime.com. Wondering what to do after you're 50? How about having a mighty good time? It's free to search, free to post, and much more. Whether it's in person or virtual, anything can be found to fill your day connecting with others. So be more active and start connecting with other people. Go to amightygoodtime.com. That's amightygoodtime.com. Okay, we're going to take a brief break. Um, to play a few of our other sponsors' commercials. But don't go anywhere because it will be very brief. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Chad Hanstead and Kathy Sparrow to discuss Stanky and Cece Break the Rules. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. 
Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. And we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on drmaracarpell.com and on blogtalkradio.com. And now joining us on the phone, we have co-authors Chad Hanstead and Kathy Sparrow, who are here to discuss their first in a series of children's books. And this one is called Stanky and Cece Break the Rules. Welcome, Chad. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you for having us on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Mara. I just want to uh, mention for you guys and also for our listeners so they know what's going on, that sometimes, um, well, there's about a half a second delay when we speak, so it can feel a little awkward if we're just not aware of it. So just kind of letting you know about that. So... So how are things going over in your respective states? <laughs> well, I'm in Arizona. Uh, things are going well, but like everywhere, you know, it's the Southwest, so it's hot right now. Uh, yeah. Good time to do good time to do creative projects, I guess, to stay inside to beat the heat. Right, I feel you. We're here in Austin. How's it? How's it over there, Kathy? Uh, it's so I'm in San Diego and it's uh, a little warmer than usual, but uh, right now I'm uh, have a little breeze at 80 degrees. So oh, 80 degrees, that sounds <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I know, but that's hot for us. <laughs> but right. it's, the breeze helps. I'm sure. So I'm sitting yeah. here with this. Go on. Sorry, Chad. No, I, I was just going to comment that here we we rarely get down to eighty degrees at night. So, yeah, that's it. It's still quite warm here at night too. So, it'll cool yeah. off one day. <laughs> right. So I'm sitting here with this very beautiful little book, Sankey and Cece Break the Rules. I love the beautiful drawings and and the story. Um, maybe we can, why don't we start with you, Chad, and then go to you, Kathy, and maybe talk a little bit about your background before we jump into talking about this book. Yeah. So I'm a aerospace engineer. Um, I went through engineering school, got a couple degrees, and uh, spent 25 years in corporate America and on the side from that, I enjoy music. Um, I've been playing guitar since I was 10 years old and have been playing in bands all throughout my life. And uh, that seems to be kind of the balance through my life is the engineering side, which is very technical, very structured. And then the other side of my life is that creative side um, with with music and other projects too, even 
Um, I do a lot of welding and fabrication too, but sometimes I can take an artistic approach to that as well. And um, this book kind of follows suit with the creative side of things. It's something that I've always wanted to do. So um, to get out of the engineering side of the structured thing, um, this was a nice um, creative project that um, I really enjoy. Okay, and Kathy, you've been on the show before, but for listeners who haven't heard you, maybe you can let us know a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I'm a literary midwife, and I help people write their books. So I've been doing that for quite a while, Uh, 24 years, I think, is my anniversary for coaching people, and um, also have my own book, recently launched Whispered Teachings of Grandmother Trout, which is about fly fishing on the Lower Lagoon of Madre, just down mm-hmm. the road from where you're at. Uh, and I also teach writing at the university level. So it's been a lifetime of writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what led to this book? What led to writing this children's book? This was something that I've always wanted to do was, was write a was write a book and what helped me through this is that this book is about a jeep and a dog which these two characters are the main characters in the book but these two characters are also real in my life Uh, stanky the jeep is actually sitting in my garage right now and um cc the dog she's literally sitting right here at my feet so (laughs) It's kind of a, you know, it's an easier creative project when it's it's two things that are in your life that are, you know, you're passionate about. It's easy to write um, and 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 uh, work through that. So it was just something that I always wanted to do. And I think my approach to a lot of my creative projects is more in the teamwork setting. Um, I don't think I could have done this on my own. So I kind of reached out and assembled a team to do this book. Um, I kind of approached this book as the same way I do music. Like I play guitar and it's fun playing in my studio by myself, but I get much more greater joy from playing in a band with other great um, musicians. So this book is kind of the same thing. Like your comment, the illustrations are great. Well, that's from Jacob and James. They're um, great illustrators. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I got to give credit to them. And then Kathy helped write and, you know, it's a whole team effort, and that's why I put everybody's mm-hmm. name on the front of the book. You know, I guess I'm just, you know, what's interesting is that your Jeep just has a personality in this book, <laughs> and, and your dog. Is that the personality that you kind of imagined with your Jeep even before you thought of, a, of writing a book? Um, yeah, which is interesting because I'm – into vehicles i've had race cars and collectible cars and stuff but typically i give my vehicles a name because they they have a character to them i know they're mechanical objects but to me they 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 all have personalities to them and stanky um this jeep has its own personality and it kind of conveys through the book and in my mind as an adolescent that's curious about life and being a jeep um you go on adventures and stuff like that so and the dog kind of the same thing they're both adolescents they're curious 
um, about life and exploring and, you know, like to have a good time. So, um, right. It's just kind and a of little bit something fun. Yeah. A little bit mischievous too. Yeah. Which is real. Both of them are uh, in that, in that vein. They're both, they're both like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and Kathy, how did you come decide that you wanted to help writing a children's book? Well, Chad was introduced to me by um, Angie Callum, a you know, mutual friend of ours, and the minute he shared the concept, it was like, ooh, this is going to be exciting. And I have to say that this has been probably one of the most fun projects that I've – I have fun with all my projects, but this one's been fun because every time we got an illustration, it was like, oh, my gosh, look at this, right? So – and we really – Chad and I worked really well together in developing the the – manuscript itself and then came up with the concepts for the pages and then in James is just he interpreted what we were envisioning and then some brought his own uh, artistic genius into it along with Jacob so uh yeah I guess I guess we I'm trying to I'm sitting here going when did we start this project I guess it was December of 2020 right Chad I think so it's been a while yeah, so the first mm-hmm. book came out, and it took us about a year, and now we're working on the second book, too, so that's fun. Okay. That's the beginning, beginning stages of that. So without giving too much away, can you let our listeners know, give an, them an idea of what this book is about? Uh, so the first book is about the Jeep and the dog, the main characters, uh, out on an adventure, and they kind of run into a situation uh, where they need to make a decision and it's really not a good decision. And uh, there's some repercussions that come from that, but they, um, they go through the process of, of, of that bad decision and then make an amends to fix uh, what they went through and um, try to make things right. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a on it. Kathy, you want to, <laughs> Maybe your spin on it. Yeah, I think what we wanted to do is, you know, teach children values in a fun way. So, you know, making the right decisions, right actions, and then making amends when we do make mistakes. And also, you know, everybody's going to make mistakes, and there's a way to get through them without it being a major mm-hmm. major deal. Um, yeah, I think through stories rather than lecturing children, showing them and. Um, about, you know, teaching them about right decisions and making right. the accountability, responsibility and accountability, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in this series, will it always be about Spanky and Cece? Yeah, those two are the main characters. We bring in some other characters in the book, which are also real. So the interesting piece is in the second book, we introduce another Jeep, which is the other Jeep sitting in my garage and uh, some other dogs and stuff like that. So the, these characters are, are real and yeah. Uh-huh. Do you feel, we have a is long, this is, go on, sorry, Kathy. I was going to say, we, we have uh, quite a few ideas. So even though we're in, uh, now in book two, there's several more in the kind of, brainstorming, you know, we've made the list of ones that we can go to next. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess this is more of a psychological question. 
Do you look at your Jeep and your and your dog differently now that you've written this book about them? Uh, I do the Jeep because I had to physically change the Jeep, which is an interesting. Um, originally, the Jeep had a stock look to it, but after the book was written, James had uh, changed the Jeep a little bit in in the illustrations to for the book, and then I made the Jeep in the real world match the Jeep in the book. So I had oh, to take funny. it all apart. Yeah, I had to take it all apart, paint it, and I gave it some modifications to uh, match the book. And it actually, for a Jeep, it, you know, Jeep people are, there's some interesting, Jeep people are interesting people. But uh, this Jeep now actually looks something similar to the book. Um, actually, the front bumper is a smiley face, and I've got eyes on it, so it. <laughs> I kind of brought it to li- I brought it to life. So yeah, I do look at it very different now. Now I try to I see it as the as the character out of the book and as far as Cece the dog, she's just you know, as pets go, she, she's her own personality, which is um yeah, she's a lot of fun. She's a great dog. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's cute. That's funny. Um so so the book is also available in Spanish, I understand. Yeah, that was um, something that we thought we'd experiment with and, and try to um, expand the reach of this book. To um, There's a, out here in the Southwest, uh, a, lot of, a lot of children are speaking, you know, bilingual in Spanish, so I thought... Mm-hmm. Give a get a bigger reach to um, a bigger community by going to through Spanish. So, right, right. So, so maybe you can so you can tell us a little bit about your team. I know it's the two of you, and then you have the two illustrators. Yeah. So it's it's the four of us. Um, so Jacob and James are the illustrators, and and they take, um, yeah, all the illustration teams, and you know, just Kathy and myself. Um, we also have Claudia, who um, she did the translation for us uh, for Spanish, so um, she's also mm-hmm. an integral part of the team as well. So are you all working on? You're all together working on the the rest of the series. Yeah, and um, since we're not co-located, uh, you know, Kathy's on the West Coast, I'm in the Southwest, and uh, Jacob, I think, is in Texas, so we kind of all work virtual. Um, so uh-huh. fortunately for technology, we're, we're able to, to do a project like this, whereas, um, you know, before Internet days and stuff, it would have been quite the challenge to, to do something like this. Right, right. It's a it's a great thing. That's a, especially during uh, we learned a lot during COVID about being able to work virtually um, and expand our horizon that way. That's great. So, are you still working as a as an engineer? Uh, at the moment, I'm not. Um, kind of in transition. Um, pursuing music a little bit more now. I'm playing quite a bit 
Um, but I think in the fall I will get back to uh, some engineering work. Uh, my personality, I'm, I'm finding, I'm learning about myself as, a, as I go here that I, I need some sort of structure in my life. Um, as far as, uh, before I was alluding to that balance in my life about between engineering work and, and this creative processing work, well, I'm, I feel like I'm tipping the scales too much on the creative side where I need to get a little bit more structure back into my life. So I will mm-hmm. probably doing going back to doing some more engineering work here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it sounds like you're kind of finding your way and living a passionate life. Yeah. And like you alluded to, it's, it's difficult. I mean, I feel blessed that I have so many interests, but at times I feel out of balance because, when I'm doing too much engineering work, then I crave, you know, playing music or, or doing some other passions, you know, being out in the shop uh, doing stuff. So I I almost feel like I'm out of balance all the time. And um, so I kind of struggle with that. But I I make it work and I get it in. And right now I'm really enjoying uh, the music side of things and this creative side of, of life. But I know uh, mm-hmm. I do need some. I do need some structure back in my life. So. Mhm. Well, it's good to know that. You know, that's important to figure out what we what we each need. Um, so, so tell me about the website. It looks like there are some free downloads on the website and um, a couple of other things. Um, yeah, that's kind of our landing page. So if you go to our website, stankingcc.com, there is a link to the Amazon uh, page where you can purchase the book. Uh comes in hardcover and uh, paperback as well as English and Spanish. So there's a couple of different options. The second book that we release will be in the same style of format. Um, there's a download page uh, to get on our mailing list, and it comes with a a coloring page, um, which is one of the illustrations out of the book, just to have something fun. And uh, and then it it showcases everybody on the team and a little bit insight to all the characters that are, that are in the book also. Mhm. And it looks like you have some merch on the site. Yeah. So, yeah, some some stickers and t-shirts and stuff like that. And that'll get developed more as time goes on here. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to, trying to get as much stuff out there as we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would be the best way for listeners to follow you to find out um, when the next book comes out and um, also to purchase your book would that be the would that be your website would that be the best way yeah that is there's also um facebook and instagram stanky and cc uh adventures um we you know we try to maintain our social media presence as well okay all right so it would be stanky and it's spelled out a n d and c c C-E-C-E dot com, and then also on Facebook and Instagram, the same? Yes. Okay, okay. 
Well, I'm going to post those links on my website post about this show um, later tonight so that if people didn't have their pen and paper ready to write it down, they could always go there and it'll it'll be there. They could just click on it. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for for coming on the show and, you know, bringing a little bit of fun <laughs> to this show. Um, and and best of luck with uh, the next book in the series. We well, appreciate thank that. Thank you very much. Very All right. It and so- okay. Well, you guys have... Have a good evening and stay cool, okay? You too. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. We're going to take a brief break. Um, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpell.com. All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And as I said, I'll be posting the links to um, the Stanky and Stacey website and the Facebook page and the Instagram page. So um, if you go to my website later tonight, along with listening to the podcast again, which you'll be able to do, you'll be able to download those, be able to click on those links. Um, so I want to talk just a little bit briefly before um, our musician um, Paula Atherton joins us um, with her jazz saxophone in a little bit about um, another aspect of living a passionate life. And as I mentioned in previous programs, when we were off the air for about five weeks, I was up in New York and Connecticut just kind of um, mostly on vacation. And I felt a, a kind of shift happen when I got away from working constantly um, and started feeling more relaxed and feeling more creative. And then I got back to Texas and was immediately thrown back into working, 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 and um, sort of lost a little bit of that feeling of creativity and passion. And once I got through the first week and sort of caught up with what needed to be done right away, I started thinking about what I can do in real life when we're not on vacation to kind of hold on to that feeling of of creativity and passion, even in the midst of doing the things that we need to do in daily life, um, taking care of the things we need to take care of, going to work, earning a living, and also dealing with the ups and downs of life. And one of the lessons 
that I learned is that it's really important to um, to have self-compassion, to ask ourselves what we need in moments when we're really stressed out, and to take breaks when the message we get from ourselves is, I need a break. And that leads us to setting limits, setting limits with other people, setting limits with ourselves so that we can um, enjoy life. Even, you know, what is the point of living if we're, if we're not going to um, enjoy life? Um, you know, I talk a lot about um, having compassion for other people and taking care of other people, and sometimes living our passion isn't always about doing what we what we enjoy every minute. But sometimes we we are called to do things that are really hard, but have a lot of meaning, and that also brings passion. But we also need to have compassion for ourselves. We need to have that balance that Chad was just talking about. Um, you know, balance applies to many different parts of our lives. And, you know, he talked about in terms of create creativity versus structure. We also need to have the balance <clears throat> between doing, doing and non-doing or doing things that um, – are, you know, doing the work of life, but also taking time to just be. Even if it's five minutes of meditating, five minutes of focusing on our breathing, um, and if the weather is nice when it cools down, five minutes of just sitting outside and enjoying um, the outdoors, if that's all we have, if that's all the time that we have to take a break, it's pretty powerful when we take those breaks and we really, really focus on being in that break rather than sitting outside in a beautiful setting and thinking about all the work we have to do. That won't work. So setting limits with ourselves involves stopping ourselves from just doing that one more thing, um, giving ourselves the, the, giving ourselves permission to take a break or to stop working um, when we've reached the limit of what we really have to do and to do something enjoyable. Setting limits also has to do with saying no to people at times rather than always being available. And this is hard when we really want to help people, when we want to be a good friend, when we want to be a good family member, when we want to be a good community member, and we want to be that person that could always be counted on. But if we're following our dreams and we want to have the energy to help when it's really most needed, we can't allow, allow ourselves to be pulled in all directions. And so it takes practice saying no. And it may feel awkward at first, but just expect that it will feel awkward and that will lessen the discomfort. It's important to say no. So I'm not saying to say no to everything, but 
prioritize. Really think about whether or not this is a high priority thing that you're being asked to do um, and and how many of those things, high priority things, can you fit into a day and still have time to make yourself a priority. Um, there's a saying about finance that we should always pay ourselves first. And I think it also fits with life, um, that it's important that we pay ourselves first. And in, in the caregiver world, we talk about putting your oxygen mask on first, like they talk about in airplanes, that, um, you know, if we lose cabin pressure and the oxygen masks fall out of the ceilings, then we are supposed to put our own oxygen mask on first before we help other people. And I think that applies to taking care of other people. But I, the other saying that I like is pay yourself first, that it's important for us to think about what is it that we need to do in our lives in order to live a passionate life and make time to do that in between doing the things that we're doing for our community, for our family, um, for the people that we love. And we need to be protective of our time. We need to, we need, when we set a time for, for our own creativity to work on the project that we really want to work on or to recuperate, to spend time refreshing and relaxing, exercising, um, spend time eating healthy food rather than grabbing fast food. We spend time out in nature. Um, we need to be protective of, of that time. We can't always say yes to other people and give up that time. And we can't feel like that time is, is just um, that's extra time that we're going to use we're going to use for ourselves if we have it, but if somebody asks us to do something or some work comes along, um, that we give up that time. We need to be protective of that time. We need to make that a priority. And that might mean that we don't always pick up the phone when it rings, Um we can let it go to call, we can let it go to voicemail and answer the whatever the message was later. Um, or if we pick up the phone, letting the caller know that we only have a few minutes when we, that we have other things that we need to do. Um, other things we need to do might include following our dreams, taking a walk in nature, meditating, or just not working and just being. Those are high priority thing. Um, it's not just free time that we can give away. Um, and another way of setting limits is not going down what a friend of mine calls rabbit holes, meaning not getting caught up in negative thinking, not getting caught up in negative discussions, not getting caught up in debates. I've spent a lot of time wasted on um, debating with people on social media. I'll admit it. And afterwards, I kicked myself because I could have been using that time doing something creative, doing something to help the world, 
or just relaxing. And spending time debating on social media or spending time even debating in person um, or on the phone can be can often be a waste of time because we're usually not able to convince other people. These days it's just it it people are really, really set in their beliefs. So we could use that time more effectively in living a more passionate life. And then setting um setting limits might also include blocking time to do what's on our to-do list. In other words, setting a schedule and sticking to that schedule that we're going to do this task at this time. We're going to do this task at that time. We're going to take a break and have something to eat at this time. We're going to take a break to exercise at that time. And we're going to stop doing work at a certain time to just relax or spend time enjoying the company of people in our lives and blocking time for following our dreams. So if you really want to live a passionate life, then you need to make time for yourself to do the things that you really want to do. So if you want to write a book, you need to schedule that time into your day, into your week to sit down and write a book. If you want to play music, then you need to Schedule that and stick to it, that you're going to practice music. If you want to paint, if you want to draw, all of those um, require that you put them in your schedule and stick to it. And it might mean waking up 10 minutes earlier or going to sleep 10 minutes later or skipping watching a a series on Netflix, um, staying off social media, and 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 using that time to follow your dreams. And then, as I was just talking about, blocking time off for yourself. So this includes a day off from doing any sort of work, even if that work is related to following your dreams. So if you get so caught up in doing the things you need to do to follow your dreams that you wear yourself out and you don't, even take a break from that, then it turns it, it turns from being a passion to being work, and it loses um, the enjoyment of it. So, scheduling the time to do the work to follow your dreams, and then scheduling time to take a break, and it that will help us to be more creative and to be more efficient when we take those breaks. Um, our brain is, if we're doing something creative, then usually our subconscious brain will continue to work on it when we are meditating or exercising or sleeping. And But we're refreshing our brain, and when we come back to it, we have new creative ideas and um, and more energy and more focus. So it's not wasted time and if we keep ourselves healthy and in a in a good spirits by taking breaks and by exercising and eating healthy then we will be better at following whatever our passion is and in living a a much more passionate life 
And, you know, I know it's possible to get ourselves back to joy and passion when we've been detoured um, from our path. Um, It's worth it. It's worth it to change our habits so that we're better at being there for ourselves. Uh, Because if we don't show up for ourselves, we will eventually lose our ability to truly show up for those we care about or for those things that we call our dreams. So on that note, we're going to take a brief break. And when we come back, we're going to be listening to the beautiful original music of of the saxophone player, Paula Atherton. And then Paula will be joining us from New York to talk about her music. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Merrick Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
We're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drbarracarpell.com. And we were just listening to the beautiful music of our next guest, Paula Atherton, who's joining us once again from New York. Welcome, Paula. Hi, Dr. Mara. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are things with you? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I've been pretty busy. <laughs> so that's oh, a yeah? good thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great. Lot touring, a lot of touring, a lot of recording. Awesome. Um, I heard you we were just, just playing played... my single. Yeah. Yeah, is that your new, is that your new single? Yeah, it just um, came out July 18th. All right. Can you tell us a little about it? Sure. Um, it was produced by Adam Hawley, uh, who I met when we were both signed to Kalimba Records, Maurice White's label. Um, and we've played before. We've, we've done shows together before, but he's never produced anything for me. So this is the first uh, song that he produced, and uh, we, we wrote it together. Um, it was a co-write on this one. And... Um, has a really nice trumpet solo by Michael Stever. Um, and it's currently uh, being played on, it got picked up by, I think, 14 billboard stations in the first couple of weeks. So wow. I think there's only a couple more left uh, that that might pick it up, hopefully pick it up. <laughs> okay. And the name of that, that song is Ready or Not? Ready or Not, yes. All right. Okay. And it's available to download? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's available on Amazon or where wherever people usually buy their music from. Okay, great. Great. So, actually, so you... Go on. I'm sorry. I was going to say it's actually the second single from my forthcoming seventh album, which isn't done yet. Okay. So... And the first single came out in January, and that was Keep It Coming, um, which Jacob Webb produced, and now this one came out in, uh, in July. Okay. Okay. So you said that you have a new album coming out soon? Well, yeah. I mean, we've been working on it. Um, we were working on a track today that Greg Manning is producing, and uh, I have a fair amount of it done. I'm trying to get it done by the end of the year. Mhm. So, how many albums do you have out already? I have six. Six. So this will be the seventh album. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's great. I know, that's what I say. <laughs> like I, you know, it's a lot of songs that I wrote. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. So, I, so, so where have you been? I, go, go on. Sorry. So I just want to say I'm very thankful that I get to do what I love. Yes. That's very lucky. Very lucky. So so where have you been touring? When was the last time we spoke? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was a while ago. Yeah, at <laughs> least a year. Probably a year. Pro- right? Probably a year. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, I, in July, I played in uh, 
in Pilani, Michigan. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and then I went to Melbourne, Florida and played there. Um, I have a lot of nice dates coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. In August, um, we're going to be playing in Syracuse, New York, and Thornton oh, Park. Cool. Yeah, on the 18th. And then on the 21st, I'm playing Glenora Winery with Cindy Bradley. Uh-huh. We have a little group together called the Fabulous Blondes. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, cute. and uh, on August 28th, I'm playing uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And in mm-hmm. September, I'll be uh, at the Oxnard Jazz Festival in California. And um, this is off the top of my head, but uh, October 1st, I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky. And then October 2nd, I'm playing the Hub City Jazz Festival in New Jersey. And then the second week of October, the 7th and the 8th, I'm playing Brothers in Norfolk for uh, two nights. Uh-huh. And that's my first time there, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, just let me think if I could think of some other things that are coming up. I think we're going to be at Eastman School of Music. It was supposed to be in November, but I think that's going to be in October also. Um, and that'll be really nice. And I have a bunch of dates coming up already in 23. You're busy. Yeah. Zigzagging <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> zig, 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 around the country. So um, it, where can people see your calendar? Um, if they sign up for Bands in Town, which is a really good thing to sign up for, <clears throat> that, that's a good place. Also on my website, PaulaAtherton.com, I keep it on there. And some of my dates pop up also, I think, on Spotify and some of the other uh, platforms that play my music. They mm-hmm. they also they also post uh, my dates. Okay. So tell me again, where are you playing in Syracuse? Because I have friends up there. I'll let them know. Oh yeah, I could send you the flyer. Uh, I think it's called Thornton Park. T H O R T O N. Uh huh. Uh, the 18th is uh, Thursday, so they have every Thursday, um, it's a jazz series. They have um, different jazz people there uh, throughout oh, the Oh, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I was just up there a few weeks ago for a visit. How was it? Was the weather nice? The weather was beautiful. <laughs> it was so nice. The summer up there is usually beautiful, the best time of year. You don't want to go in the winter, but the, the summer and early fall are usually spectacular up there. I know we were trying to get hotel rooms for uh, Glenora, and everything was almost booked, and it was really expensive. So uh, it's the same thing there, I think, in Dundee, New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's... Upstate New York is just—it's just beautiful. People don't real, you know, people don't realize how beautiful it is up there. But definitely, the summer, <laughs> the summer and early fall, is the time to go. The winter's kind of rough. I lived up there for ten years, so. Oh really? Syracuse? 
I, yeah, that's who I went to graduate school. So I ended up staying for work, and winters are rough, but summer is that just perfect time of year. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, getting up there and checking it out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So if people are interested in also finding out more about your other albums, is the best place to go um, your website? Uh, if, if they go to my website, just because they're going there anyway, I have links to where they can uh, go to mostly Amazon, I think, um, from my website to check out the music. But, yeah, if you go on, like, Amazon, for instance, all my albums are on there, and um, you know you can listen to a couple different tracks from each each album. Decide uh, which you might like to uh, purchase. Okay, okay, great. So I, I will post those links in your page on Amazon as well on my uh, post about this program. Oh, thank you. That's really nice. Yeah. I appreciate. It. Well, thank you so much for for coming back on the program, Paula, and bringing your music. Um, I look forward to hearing more of your new album. Yeah, me too. I can't wait till I can actually get it done. But uh, yeah, doing that in between life and all the other stuff you got to do sometimes is challenging. But uh, if it's not out by the end of this year, it'll definitely be out by uh, early. 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep let, us posted. Let me interrupt here. Yes, Hello. I are. <laughs> uh, didn't you just, didn't you just win an award or were you in Billboard's top numbers recently about a year ago or less? Uh, yeah, well, on um, Can You Feel It, I got uh, basically three number ones. I got two number ones on Billboard and one on Media Base. Summer song. Yes, yeah, summer song was my last one that went to number one on Billboard, and then can you feel it? The uh, title track went to number one uh, in 2020. And how is this one doing? It just got released July 18th, but in the so it's been out uh, three weeks, and in those three weeks, 14 stations have already picked it up out of uh, 16, I think total. So just two haven't picked it up yet. And I've been number one most added and um, most increased plays on Billboard. Those categories are just outside the top 30. So. Um, all right. Well, I'll, let you, I'll get out of here now. I'll let you all talk. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> well, that's great. Okay. All right. Well, well, thank you so much, Paula. And I'm, as I said, I'm going to post the your website and also your Amazon page on my website post. So if people are interested, they can go there and click on it later tonight. Um, and have safe travels. Thank you very much. Um, it's always great to uh, catch up with you. And uh, let me know next time you're around my area. I will. I will. Do you ever play in the New York, the New York City area? Not really, because you know there's no radio station here, so there's nothing to support. Ah, really? Music in the area. 
Yeah, the jazz capital of the world doesn't have a radio station. Yeah, wow. Well, New Jersey <laughs> does, right? BGO, yeah. They play me yeah. sometimes there, yeah. Okay, I grew up on doc, on uh, WBGO. <laughs> yeah, Pat Prescott is back on there, and she's been um, – she, she usually plays contemporary jazz music. Um, so we're sending her my new single to see if uh, we can get it on there. She has a nice afternoon show now. Oh, great. Well, good luck. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, you have a very good eve- have a very nice evening. You too, okay. and thanks again for having too. And Stay thanks, well. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye bye now. All right. I'm going to let everybody know what's coming up um, before we get knocked off the air. <laughs> Next week, August 14th, we'll be playing one of our favorite recent shows as an encore. And then we'll be back with another live show from Austin, Texas on Sunday, August 21st. And to be announced, um, the guest. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and get the website links that we talked about on the program, um, go to my website later tonight. And the podcast along with those links will be posted on drmarakarpel.com. And you can also hear this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com slash Your Golden Years. And you can also find it on Apple Podcasts, and it will be there in five minutes. And if you um, want to know what's coming up next or any of the events that are coming up related to this program, uh, follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This show was produced by Compass Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AMightyGoodTime.com. And thank you to my guests, Chad Hanstead and Kathy Sparrow and Paula Atherton. And thank you to Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night, an inspiring couple of weeks. And remember, youth has no age. Good night. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. 